Hello everybody and welcome to the first ever episode of The Comedian's Tea Party. Uh, thanks very much for coming. First and foremost, thanks for coming to listen. I really hope you enjoy the podcast. I have so far, I've only recorded a couple of episodes, but uh, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Uh, so I really hope you have a lot of fun listening to it as well. So yeah, thanks very much for listening. Uh, if you do like it, please, please uh, leave me positive reviews on sort of wherever you listen to it. Hopefully I'll have the podcast on sort of most of the apps. Um, tell your friends, you know, give it a share on, on social media, download it, um, tell everyone about it, you know, just, just spread it around if you can, if you, if you like it. Uh, that'd be lovely. That would really help me out. First guest was Carl Donnelly and uh, we just had a really, really fun chat. Uh, just largely nonsense, sort of roughly tea-based, more tea-based than I thought it was going to be, to be honest, uh, which is cool. Or, or like on that note, I should point out that, you know, we're still just getting started. So if you feel like there need to be any tweaks to the format, then please get in touch at teapartypod at gmail.com. And that is the letter T, partypod at gmail.com. Or, you know, Drop me a drop me a tweet or, a, or anything on Instagram. You can get at me on both of those at Tea Party Pod or me personally at Side Eves. Yeah, just sort of let me know if you're a comedian or you know anyone particularly interesting. You want to be on the podcast? Then drop me an email or a tweet or sort of anything like that, and uh, we, we could talk about that. Or if you just have any suggestions for sort of tea companies or anything like that, or, or uh, biscuit companies or anything that you think uh, would like to send me some stuff to try out on the podcast, that would be great. Uh, I've got quite a few people sort of already involved, and I've got a lot, a lot of tea bags from uh, Twinings and Tea Pigs so far. Speaking of, we were drinking uh, Twinings tea on this episode, and we, we uh, you know, I'll mention on the episode uh, which ones we actually have, but uh, just to just to reiterate, uh, today we're trying the turmeric with orange and star anise, which is delicious, and the focus tea, uh, which is mango, pineapple and ginseng, which is mind-blowingly tasty. That is very, very nice indeed. And that is from Twining's uh, Super Blends range. They sent me, sent me uh, one of each of that range uh, to try out. And, oh my word, it's very good. So, yeah, we had Carl Dudley on the episode and we talk about uh, just lots of sort of various things like religion and wildlife and body language. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's weird and funny. And there's a, a lovely moment in there where I have a complete breakdown and can't pronounce a very simple phrase. Uh, I was going to take it out. But my girlfriend told me that it would be funny if I left it in uh, because apparently people enjoy misery. So I hope you enjoy that and I hope you find it funny because <laughs> uh, it was an odd moment in my life as a fairly eloquent man. Generally, there will be swearing in the podcast. You know, it will come up. We're just, we're just adults. There's, there's bits of swearing just, to, just so you know. I, do, I did bleep out one swear word. Uh, and that is because I didn't expect to say it. it just it was, it was the severity of it caused me to bleep it out. Caught me off guard. Now, if you want to follow Carl on uh, on any of the social medias, then uh, please do so at Carl Donnelly. That's just at Carl Donnelly on on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and he's very funny. Puts out a lot of great content. So uh, go and check him out. Go and listen to his podcast as well. Two vegan idiots. Very funny podcast that he does with Julian Dean and sort of various guests. 
Um, great, great fun. Uh, now, I should point out that I do mention towards the end, I mentioned a preview that I'm doing next week um, of my Edinburgh show, Size Matters. And that is at the Bill Murray in Islington on the 26th of March at 5.30. The reason I bring it up now is I didn't say the actual date of when it was. So uh, if you hear this too late, uh, just ignore this. Uh, but if you hear it before that, please come along because um, there are lots of tickets. Now, the reason that I ha am rushing this to bring it out now is so that you can hear that about the uh, about the preview and potentially come. But I'm, I'm rushing it out before the music is ready because uh, that's still being worked on. And to be perfectly honest with you, I, I'm reasonably certain it's going to be a masterpiece. So when you come to listen to the music, you'll realise why it's better to wait because it's going to be very, very good. Now, otherwise, just enjoy the podcast. Cheers. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Comedian's Tea Party with Cy Deeds, with myself, Cy Deeds. And uh, my first guest, uh, Carl Dunley. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? TV fans. Yes. <laughs> I, is, that, is that what you're? Uh, are you marketing this to? I think so. Yeah. There's been there's been a, a surprising amount of interest from the tea community, and yeah. I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't realise there was a tea community until I started um, tweeting people and asking them to send me tea. And they just sent you tea. Yeah. They they ask for like a uh, like Twinings ask for a, which is uh, we're, we're drinking Twinings tea today. Yes. I'm not doing an advert for them because they're not paying me, but they have sent me some free tea. They sent you. They used to show me the box. They sent you. Yeah, they've sent me 180 tea bags. That is it's a lot too of many. Tea I'm not going to do that many podcasts. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm True. right, but by the time I get to them, uh, those tea bags will be off. Do they go off? I don't know. I mean, we've got the box of turmeric uh, twinings here. That's, twinings super blends. That's one of those questions that I should probably it know does, if I'm doing a tea podcast. They do actually have a best before end. It says uh, August 2020. Well, there you go. I've got, I've got a year and a half to drink 180 <laughs> tea bags. <laughs> Better get on it, mate. Yeah. Uh, what's it? We're having the turmeric with orange and star anise. Is that anise? Is that uh, it is star anise, yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is. It's... um. It's sort of got quite a licorice-y, uh, aniseed-y flavour. It's, it's a little, it looks like a little star. It looks like a bit of wood. But it's, like um, the, uh, yeah, that's, that's a picture of it there on the box. I think I've seen a picture of a cross-section of one. Right. But they put, what you do is, um, I don't actually know what they look like before they're picked or whatever. But I, when you cook, when you make like a, do you know, is it a fur? Is that how you say it? P-H-O. Uh, that dish. It's like oh. a sort of broth, a spicy broth. I always assumed it was pho. No, I, I always did until somebody corrected me and told me it's fur. Oh. And uh, so that's when I've, I've made those at home and I had to buy star anise. Oh, okay. So you buy a little bag of, and it's like sort of potpourri. Interesting. Potpourri, as you might pot, call it. Potpourri. Potpourri. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try this. Yes. No, be brewing. Are Let's. you a bag in or bag out? It, well, I don't know. I've never had this one. What's... Um, much more orangey than I expected. Mmm. That tastes kind of... Hang on. It's, Christmas. it's, 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 it's Christmassy. It's Christmassy, yeah. I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think It I, is. It's sort of Christmas. It's like Christmas and ramen. Yeah. You have ramen in the flavour yeah. of Christmas. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good old-fashioned Christmas ramen. <laughs> yeah. Which is, uh, I think that's how they market it. It says on the box. Christmas it's nice, ramen. though. I like yeah. tea. I'm a big fan of a turmeric tea. Oh, a, lot, yeah. a lot of people aren't you know, aren't up to speed yet with the new wave of turmeric teas. Yes. I mean, to be honest, I, I think you've, I'm a good first I'm, guest because I am genuinely a big 
Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm a big all-round tea drinker. Yeah. And coffee drinker, but like, I don't. I'm not somebody who just goes for a classic breakfast tea. I You're love not. a. I love a crazy new well, I'm blend. Like, I'm glad you brought that up. That's going to be one of the questions that I was going to ask you later on. But speaking of, I don't know where to put my book full of questions, but uh, just full of ripping. questions. There's three. It's um, <laughs> three, three questions. Um, yeah. No. Oh, that's yeah. That's cool because I've I've never really experimented that much with different teas. I've had some. Uh, like I, I've got a sort of fond memory of um, I do uh, tour management and occasionally with uh, Asylums, a band. Yeah. And uh, they were playing at Glastonbury in 2017. Yeah. Um, and they were playing on Billy Bragg stage, and Twinings had like they'd supplied a load of tea, and they had some like orange tea thing, and I, and I was hungover as anything and drank it. It was good, and I'm standing there thinking, "This is this is sort of giving me life today." And then I turn around, and Billy Bragg's there, so I chat to him, and it's cool. It's a good day. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's. I think it's uh, there's still a bit of. Not snobbery sounds the wrong word. It's that sort of assumption that if you drink, funny teas, that it's sort of pretentious or something. Yeah. But I just I I had to I didn't have to, but when I went I went vegan years ago. Yes. So and actually, I still personally don't think there's a good milk replacement that works with a breakfast I was going to ask that very thing because um, I, it's a long story I had an eye surgery last year yeah. um, as a result of being on like tons and tons of different eye drops and I'm currently on a uh, an antibiotic which uh, I'm not allowed to consume dairy two hours oh, either side of it because it would just mess my stomach up Yeah, um, which I have had experience of quite unpleasant yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've been I've been trying to find because I've taken like I've been trying to find a milk replacement and uh, there are I mean basically what you need to you need <laughs> stuff that I mean I've spent years trying to work this yeah. out but it's um you need as neutral a sort of milk as possible and I think I think the only one I think even remotely works and doesn't split is oat milk okay and that's about as sort of bland and you know and then you could but it still doesn't if you've grown up drinking tea with milk. Yeah, it's not. It's a, not it same. still doesn't taste the same. Soy is okay, but it's a little bit creamy. Yeah, and it can split as well. Some oh, soy okay. milk. So like I, what I did was when I gave up dairy, I just stopped drinking your old fashioned tea. You know yeah. what I mean? So I just then I started. Then I got into coffee. Move on to this nonsense. And then yeah, then after a while, I, I'd always been a little bit anti herbal teas. I could handle like a green tea or something if I was mm. somewhere, or a peppermint tea if I had a sore belly. Yeah. But then I just I thought, do you know what? I'm gonna start having a look around. I found since then I've properly I've got so many different teas at home. And yeah, turmeric's yeah. in the last two years, turmeric's become the one. Interesting. Good for your um, something. I think it's yeah. It's it's one of them things where you, I I'm always a bit dubious of when people say it's a superfood. Yeah. Because I don't know what that means. No, I don't think it's really a thing. No, so I don't. Think, <laughs> no, apparently I think you're right. Actually, I think I read Is a it really. I read a thing saying. That superfood is a fake um, description of yeah. Just it, it's it's not legally binding. Yeah, yeah. So you've yeah. got it's not like you say this is a superfood and like the superfood. Like some of the words they make up for like shampoos. Yeah, I okay. think yeah. There, there's no like governing body of superfoods really? who will turn around and say this one isn't. Like I yeah, think yeah, yeah. I do think it's a it's bit not of like a, sort of a, a, a group of food has has been subjected to radiation. No, and they've developed. No, <laughs> it's not that. But, uh, but I re- yeah, they reckon turmeric's very good for things like inflammation. I yes. It's an anti-inflammatory. Yeah, yeah. But again, if you've got just a bit of it in a tea bag, I don't know how much it's going to deflate you. Yeah, like you're supposed to be having like a teaspoon of turmeric a day. What is turmeric? 
It is a root. It's like a ginger. It looks right. like ginger. I'm looking at the picture. I've the actually box. got some over here. Oh, I'll show you. I'll show you afterwards. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> what a treat. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So that was, it was one of the. I mean, you've ruined my questions for later. Um, Sorry. It's fine. Yeah. So there's so there's no good milk replacement. Well, there are there are there are ones that you can manage. I think I I pers- I know some people have different opinions. I think oat milk is the only one. Yeah. If I wanted a good old fashioned milky tea, I'd have to go oat milk because I think it just doesn't really have a flavour. Yeah. So what it does is just makes the tea a bit sort of milkier, but doesn't change the taste of the tea. It's still just right. tea. Because that was going to be my, my sort of the, that's the next on my list was oat milk to try. Yeah. Um, and I, in my mind, it was going to make it sweeter. Well, you know, if you get an unsweetened, make sure you, that's the that's another thing you can make that mistake of getting a sweetened like soy milk yeah. or a sweetened almond milk. That's obviously it's going to make your tea taste like flipping marzipan or something. Yeah. So you you've got that. to be careful and watch your your sweeteners. Is a, there you go. I mean, that's quote number one for the yeah. podcast. Isn't it? There'll, be, there'll be a meme about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oat milk. There you go. Yes. Uh, if, if anything, oat milk. Otherwise. I mean, yeah, because this 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 uh, stuff is the super blends range, which is brand uh, new. Yeah, out. I've not seen it. So I was about to yeah. say, I've not actually. Um, I, I didn't know they did a turmeric tea. No, well, I didn't know what tea they were going to send me. Yeah. Um, and then they just sent me a letter saying, like, oh yeah, here's here's a brand new super blends range. Hope you enjoy it. And yeah. Oh, thanks very much. Well, I've already had a few sips and I'm enjoying it's it very much. Quite so. nice. I really yeah. like it. I'm glad I'm leaving the bag in though. I do think sometimes it says on there, leave it in for three minutes and then yeah. take it out. And I personally disagree. Yeah. I like to leave the bag in and let it get a bit pungent down the bottom. Absolutely. Yeah. Let it get a bit, <laughs> bit disgusting. Yeah. A bit later on. Before you get into the meat and potatoes down the yeah. bottom. There was, uh, yeah, my, my first uh, foray into um, sort of weird teas not weird teas but like um i I only ever had sort of english breakfast yeah uh until i was at a party once and because i drive everywhere like i barely ever drink and um everyone's everyone's on sort of various narcotics and yeah uh i I, I just wanted more tea and uh, (laughs) and they only had rice milk which i don't like no it's not great i actively dislike it yeah It's, it's got some applications but yeah. Not a lot. Uh, and they said, oh, do you want a green tea? And I was like, mm, no, never had, never had weird teas yeah. before. And they were like, oh, try it. Oh, it, it was quite delicious. So, I love it. Uh, yeah, green, I think green tea is one of the ones where I used to drink quite a lot of it. And I think I overdid it. But now I still have the odd one. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, I can, I can see what the Chinese are on about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, yeah, that, it's, yeah, it's a Chinese absolutely. tea, isn't is it? it? Is that where it comes from? There we go. Green tea. I think it's from China. I mean, it's an old tea from China, essentially. Yeah, I think that's where it started. Yeah. I mean, we did really run with it. The, yeah, the breakfast we've, sort of, we've claimed it as our own. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, that's quite a British thing to do, isn't Absolutely, it? yeah. <laughs> There's, it's, uh, Stuart Goldsmith's got a bit, which I love, about, uh, about wearing... Um, like Native American headdresses, yes. And someone say like, "Oh, I think that's cultural pro- appropriation." And uh, he said, "Yeah, well, I'm English, and I think you'll find it's within my culture to steal your culture." Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, but then, do you know, what? I, I read an article yesterday. I didn't. I, I read the headline, um, <laughs> which is very often the case. Um, but that was it. Was about how cultural appropriation is good. Uh, but it's cultural, cultural. Uh, I, can't, I can't 
Matt Barnes very well. Yeah. Which is why I think you're a bold guess for my first choice because I can't say Carl very well. I can't say my own name. Can you not? Because well, I've got a South London accent. Yeah. So when I say my own name, I say Carl. Carl. Yeah, that's actually, how I say it. Yeah, my, my, my parents, they pronounce it Carol because they're Irish. Yeah. So it's Carol. Hello, Carol. So to them, the R's easy, but I was raised in South London, so yeah, yeah I don't, oh. I'm, I struggle with uh, with those sort of sounding words yeah. as well. See, I'm just from Essex, so I've got this Carl. There you go. You'll have it. Kent people struggle with it as yeah. well, so it's just um, it's a curse. It's across the bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, ca- I can't remember where that was. Oh, uh, it was, um, you read a thing about cultural appropriation, right? Yeah, yeah, and and uh, so it's it's cultural. Oh God, I've done it again. Cultural. I'll, I'll cut that out. <laughs> Leave it in. Yeah. Uh, cultural misappropriation. Oh is, yeah, yeah, is what yeah. we're. Well, that's what I've. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard some people say actually, you know, there's such a thing as cultural appreciation, isn't there? Mm. Where you essentially, you know, things like yoga, say, is a good example of ram. something that was yeah, ram. But you know, the things like the yoga was created in India and it's yeah. treated, but and it's it's sort of there's in the West. We've sort of taken it and, you know, it's been sort of appropriated and taken on. But it, it was created to be used. It was created as a tool for people yeah, to yeah. use as like a meditation as a way of, you know. So I, so obviously they wanted it to spread. I suppose it's when, you know, we, we start sort of creating wacky white people versions, isn't it? And that's yeah. where it gets a little bit into appropriation rather than just taking something and, and enjoying yeah. it for what it was and actually using it properly. There's sort of, there, there can be a fine line between yeah, appropriation so. and uh, an homage. Yeah, whereas there's some people that go too far and almost, I've, I've, I have actually seen people have a go at sort of people for even like, even being into yoga. Yeah. It's like, no, it's, I've, it's like I've religion, it isn't it? If you're into, yeah, religion was made to spread Exactly. So it's not appropriation if you sort of, you know, if you're a, even if you're a, from bloody grew up in a council flat in South London like me. Yeah, yeah. You know, isn't if I end up if I became a Buddhist, you know, I'm not appropriating something. I'm actually just joining a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. thing. It's I'm not a Buddhist, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I picked that. But um, just, yeah, you know, that's it. All religions. yourself license to go Buddhist if you want. Well, I think, yeah, but yeah. I think you know, if it's a religion that's made was made to spread the world, I don't think you can then. 2,000 years down the line be accused of appropriating it by yeah. getting on board absolutely well I've long said uh, and I don't know if you could call it a theory or just sort of I, th- I think it's just a thing but like I don't think the bible was ever supposed to be sort of taken in the way that it has been like, I'm not religious at all but yeah, like yeah. you know pe- people have done wild things with uh, with religion but I think the bible was only ever written to be uh, like sort of a, a guideline of good ideas of how to not be a c- it's also quite. Um, it's all over the shot. Yeah. <laughs> so I, might, I might bleep that out. Not only is it the first one, you dropped the biggest one <laughs> yeah. first. That is a bold move. Good grief. Um, but yeah, and also I think the Bible's all over the shop. If you look at it, one minute it's saying one thing, next minute it's saying another. It's not. You know, I do think it's a collection of yeah. thoughts of their time. Yeah. And to anyone who treats it as, you know, as gospel, gospel ironically, yeah. is uh, I think is getting a bit silly. Yeah. But although at the same time, I remember I read the Quran when I was younger. As you do, and uh, yes, I was interested. You run out of Hardy Boys books, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, and that is very, but that sort of does state almost that it is a guide. But there is some, yeah, yeah, some of the, some of the different Bibles and things do have a sort of this is almost like a manual, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, sort of for life, yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, I don't you've, you've got the Ten Commandments, and that is very much right. Before you get into this book, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just, just read this. The so introduction. There's, yeah. there's more stories. The index. And there's more that it's about, <laughs> but like just before you sort of don't read the rest of it just just remember don't 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 sleep with your neighbor yeah yeah, yeah. it's wife 
all their ox. All their ox. You know, yeah, leave they, the wife and the ox alone. So many reasons not to sleep with an ox. I know. I think they'd be a vicious animal if you... Uh, well, oh yeah, I mean, I don't think they're, they're up for it. No. You know. My mum and dad once, they went on holiday to Cornwall, went for a ramble through a field. Yeah. And uh, got chased by cows. Yeah. So... I mean, they were in their house. Yes. If you're in a <laughs> cow's field, you're in a cow's yeah. home. If we're outside, I, I think essentially we're always in their house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a... Uh, it reminded me. I just when I was when I was younger, when I was reprobate, if you will, I wasn't that bad of a child. But yeah. sort of um, when I was sort of in my early twenties, I, I just wanted to be cool and fit in with the other kids. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, We was at a, a party at my friend's house, and it was like right in the sticks of absolute nowhere. And next to his house was a field full of cows, and um, and a, a bunch of my mates decided they wanted to go cow tipping. And I already I had know. knowledge that cow tipping isn't actually a thing, but I, I thought, Joe, you know what, it'll be funny, let's go along. Yeah, yeah. So we went along, we've gone into this field, and uh, pitch black, there was no light whatsoever, there was barely any moonlight. And um, we were walking through this field, and then there was a wall in the middle, and sort of we all carefully sort of hopped over the wall. Yeah. Uh, and then one of my friends found a cow, ran up to it, slapped it <laughs> on the ass, yeah. then turned around and ran away, and the cow just didn't do anything, it sort of moved slightly. Yeah. Uh, and we were just like, ah, he's done it! And we all ran away, all scared. And um, uh, most of us found the open gate and went straight through it. Yeah. And one of them went over the wall and ripped his jeans in half and oh. uh, left some of his jeans there. Children, eh? Yes. Yeah, I don't imagine... I mean, the, the size of a cow, I don't imagine it would particularly feel... No. ...a human hand. But I'd, I'd, also, I mean, I'd feel it, but I don't... You know, I imagine it would be... It can take that pretty well. Yeah. Wouldn't have bothered it too much. No, well, I should also point out at this point that I was, I was dead against the idea yeah. of cow tipping, <laughs> but I just I just knew that you cut like it's not a thing. It's yeah, not actually yeah. possible to as, as far as I'm aware. Oh yeah, I don't know. I've never. I remember hearing about it. There's all loads of old stories, but I don't really think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm assuming they can work their way up. They, I think they, yeah, lie they, down. they lay down. Yeah. yeah, I know they do lay down in a certain way though, with their back legs sort of one sort of underneath and. Yeah. So it might be something like that. Maybe it's difficult for them to get up if you push them and their legs don't get into that position. Yeah. That would be my scientific stroke. Total guess. People probably think that it's a thing. Like they can't get back up, but they have run away. Yeah. They've not not stuck around to find out that they can just stand back up. Yes. And then um, it's. uh, I like to imagine they're like elephants and they just remember. Yeah. They're nice animals. I am. I went to a uh, wildlife sort of sanctuary a sanctuary yeah. for animals that have been with cows is that a farm or no because it was it was a sanctuary in the sense of it it was animals that have been uh saved oh, from right. okay. slaughterhouses yeah. essentially like they'd sort of you know saved them at the last minute and they'd, they'd just taken this it was amazing this this old couple that have had this farm down in sort of near hastings yeah and they just basically created a almost like a an old people's home for animals to go and just see out their days. Yeah. And it was lovely. And That's ha- really nice. Got to hang out with all the cows. And cows, like, they, what was really surprised me, and again, this is just that cynical side. They, they can speak English. Well, yeah, they're, they're actually very, they're fluent in many languages. <laughs> um, apparently Wales have, this as a side thing, but apparently yeah. Wales can learn languages really quick. Like, really? Because, you know, every pod of Wales speaks a different language. They don't have, yes. There's not a set language. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. not a whale language. Yeah, I did know that. But when they meet another pod of Wales, they learn each other's language really? super quick. Yeah, they're just I mean, like, there's got to be similarities. 
I mean, yeah, but there's similarities in all language, aren't yeah, there? So they're sort of Latin. like, there's some it's people, nothing. I think they're just a sort of, they're like certain groups of people who are better at languages, like Dutch people. Even yeah. A Dutch person who can just pick up, they just pick up English in about a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just, it's, I think they're more malleable. Well, that's it. I'm, fr- I'm from Essex, so a lot of Dutch people know English better than... Totally. Yeah. It's embarrassing when you sort of, oh, tra- yeah. if you travel a lot and the amount of times I meet people from overseas who can speak English so well, yeah. and I can't even say shit in their language. But, but anyway, yeah, say. the cows were just very pleasant. You can say shit in many languages. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but we got told that all the cows had different personalities as we were really? walk, as we were walking to the field, and I was so cynical. Uh, and like it's, she, she was saying, "Oh, you'll meet these two. They're like they're the juveniles, and they're sort of no they're a bit way. naughty." Then you meet this one. He's like the sort of the, the head of the herd, so everyone's a bit sort of you know oh, a bit. And it was I thought it was all nonsense. We got in there and. To a cow, every single personality is exactly how they described it. You could the moment we saw these two sort of sneaky little little ones, yeah. they were sort of they were sort of sizing us you up. Their names, they, well, yeah, and they just they they definitely were sort of naughty kids almost. That's incredible. Yeah, it was weird. I had no idea that was a yeah. There's three um, great ticks having a great old time out there on the bird feeder. Yeah, I can hear them. Yeah, they're, ab- they're normally not that loud. They're, I think they're ab- I think there's one and then two of the others aren't with it and having a bit of a fight over who gets to eat the peanuts. It's the, this is plenty for all. Yeah. It's a share, guys. I know. I just saw them. Two of them had a little ding-dong on the, on, the, on the feeder. Maybe they're flirting. Yeah, oh, it could be, actually. It could like be. a sort of playground flirting. Yeah, I'm basically watching one of them trying to pick up. <laughs> Go on, lad. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Yeah, um, yeah obviously, from listening to uh, your own podcast, uh, which is now rebranded as uh, Two Vegan Idiots, yes. which I was listening to on the way here. Uh, like, I listened to it anyway, but um, yeah, very good. Um, what's my point? From Yeah, I, I know that you are somewhat of an ornithologist. An ornithologist? Is that birds? I don't Well, I like birds. Have I'm I done it wrong? I don't. I don't know. What's ornithology? I mean, it could, it that could be like it could a be. dentist. <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh, I yeah, no, it is. Is it? No, that's all for dentist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's an ornithologist? Hang on. No. I mean, you've asked First the wrong all, guy. Because I am a study of my birds. vocabulary is limited due to my poor. School. It is ornithology. Oh, I mean, it is ornithology. Yeah. So uh, somebody uh, studies uh, birds. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm very much a. I just got a few bird feeders Amateur. in the garden. Yeah. And I just, I really enjoy watching them. I sort of. I sit here some days, and I will just sit here with a tea. Yeah, and I'm just—I watch them for ages. It's really relaxing. Yeah, you know. I, don't I, know. I used to find the same thing. I used to have fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd find that really relaxing watching them, but um, they—they they die. Well, they do. Yeah, um, <laughs> that. This is the luxury of yeah. wild birds. Is it birds? You know, put, they just, go, some, just go away, and you don't know what's happened to them. That's it. Put some nuts out, and you'll see them. They'll come. They'll come and go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See the best of it. I've currently got a um, a robin that keeps trying to make a nest in the outside uh, chunk of our bathroom extractor shower. Oh. <laughs> so basically the outside the grate on the outside wall yeah. is um, there's no cover on it. And so right. there's about a sort of six to eight inch tube going through the wall. And then at this side, it's obviously an extractor fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it started when I was away for about a week, came back and I turned the extractor fan on. Loads of leaves just flew into my bathroom. Oh. And it had built a nest inside the thing. Luckily, yeah. the fan didn't do anything bad. It blows it. out anyway, doesn't it? Well, it blows out, but it also, there was leaves just sort of caught in the fan already. Right. So it just, them ones, it just ripped and pulled into the thing. Yeah. And then now it's become this sort of ongoing thing where I sort of need to cover the, 
cover the outside, but I also don't. I, I don't know where it's going to go if I do. So yeah. I feel guilty trying to. So you put like a bird box on the wall. Well, I might right next to it. So yeah. I, I've actually considered that, which is quite long, you know, lengths to go to. Some people just wouldn't give a shit. I, I used I'd to um, when I was in primary school, I think. Yeah, so when I was, when I was quite young. I, I used to. Uh, in, I was in a sort of wildlife club thing. We'd yeah. go to. Uh, we'd go to like ponds and sort of observe the wildlife and. Sort of, I, I, I was pretty cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> a real cool guy. But we used to, uh, yeah, we used to study like um, owl pellets and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. See what sort of stuff they've been eating. But we we made quite a few uh, bird boxes as well. Yeah. Very easy. Very satisfying yeah. to do. Feels good. Yeah, maybe I should do. I should knock one up. Yeah. Make it a little house. Bat boxes as well. Yeah, bat boxes. I love bats. Yeah. They're like I've, I once got surrounded by bats. Like Batman style. Yeah, and now, was, and now you're scared of them and fight crime. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I became the, <laughs> the Dark Destroyer, whatever. What's his nickname? <laughs> that's the guy from The Chase. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I became a, a quiz expert. Yeah. Um, no, I was camping once. Yeah. And um, and me and my friends were just we were all drinking and yeah, you know, we were around a campsite. Yeah. And I just went off for a wander around the woods on my own. I went down this long sort of hill through the woods. Got to the bottom, there was a fence. Well, I'm climbing that fence. Climbed it, got down to a lake, and it was just as the sun was going down. And I just sat on the edge of the lake, and I was watching. There were swans just obviously starting to go to sleep yeah. and stuff. And just as the sun went down, it just went proper dark for the first moment. Yeah, yeah. All these bats came out of the trees. Really? And just started flying around me. Like, because I was still, you know, I didn't, I thought, don't move. You know, just stay still. And they were just everywhere. It was proper. Yeah. I could hear them like I could hear wings flying past my ear really closely. Really? Yeah, it was wow. amazing. And I just sort of stayed still and just let it happen yeah, for about yeah. for about five minutes. They flew around, then they all went off and did their own thing. And did I just got you? no. There was some that was so close. Yeah. The proper, I felt the wind go past my face of their wings. Yeah. And I went back to my friends and told them they didn't believe me. <laughs> uh, I mean, I had a similar experience once in that uh, when I was in the uh, Cubs or yeah. the Scouts, whatever it was. Um, uh, I went went camping. It was the only other one of those camping trips I went on, and um, and late at night, uh, a, a bunch of the guys from the older group um, took all their clothes off and ran through my tent, and they were surrounded. It was horrendous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So similar, but <laughs> yeah, much worse. Much more uh, emotionally damaging. Yeah, <laughs> not something I wish to relive. And yeah. So now we are trying focus, which is mango and pineapple with ginseng. Ooh, and it says plus vitamin B6 here on the back. Oh, cool. I've not had any today, so that which contributes to the reduction of tiredness and fatigue. Oh, well, that's good, because I'm driving to Cardiff after this. Oh, right. Yeah, no, yeah. let's get a few cups of this down. Yeah, the, the turmeric one actually says on it, uh, turmeric helps to support digestion. Oh, there we go. Well, yeah, I, 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 I do tend to have it. I think a turmeric tea is a good evening tea. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, oh, I, that I, makes it sense blows it. my mind when people have, like my brother, he loves just tea, proper yeah. English breakfast tea, milk. He has like a cup of tea before going to bed and that absolutely blows my mind. Uh, I do sometimes. But what, it's got caffeine Yeah. and it's, it's a diuretic, it's going to make you wee. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool yeah, with that. I'm correct. cool with that. Yeah, no, I, I, I accept that and um, I seem to be quite good at not, Wet in the bed. Really? So Do you wake up in the night for a wee? Uh, 
only very recently. What I'm 33 you? now. Oh, right. Yeah, that's about when it happened to me as well. That's when I sort of now don't really drink. I just drink. I almost started lowering my water intake as I get past about 9 p.m. Yeah. It's mad. That is, I mean, I that makes I, sense. But because of because of this antibiotic I'm on, I, uh, I have to have a uh, full glass of water with it. Yeah. So. Uh, you have to have one before bed. Yeah. Oh my god. Be- well, it also um, I have to have it late at night because it also makes me uh, makes my eyes photosensitive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so sort of bright lights all hurt. So really? if I don't have it late at night. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm also not supposed to go out into direct sunlight without sort of heavy covering. Really? Yeah. Apparently it sort of affects you. I'm not allowed to. It says on the box on the side of it, um, do not use sunbeds. Wow. And I don't know if that's just advice for yeah. sort of general life <laughs> or particularly for the antibiotic. Yeah. I probably, I mean, that's something I don't know if you needed that bit of advice. Are you a regular sunbed I'm, user? As you can tell, I'm, I'm very brown. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I'm, I'm fairly white. So No, it's, uh, it's not something that... I don't really go on hot holidays either. Right. More likely to go snowboarding okay. than, uh, than sit on a beach. I broke my wrist snowboarding last year. Did you? That was really annoying. Yeah. I've never, ever had an injury. Thought I've always got away with it. Yeah. And then I've What, snowboarding or in general? It's just snowboarding. Yeah. I've also, I'd never broken a bone before. Have though. you not? I'd fractured a metatarsal once, but Good just grip. by walking. Yeah. That's what the doctor. I went to the doctor's having had a pain in my foot for about two weeks. Really? Is that a tendon metatarsal? No, it's one of the very thin, thin bones thin that runs the full length of your foot. You know, one of them thin ones. Yeah, yeah, Wayne yeah. Rooney. Oh getting, god! And it just fractured. But I didn't know. That I just, must have I, been agony. No, it was. It was painful to walk on, but it wasn't agony. Although you can walk on it, you just yeah. got to be gentle. Yeah. And after it just got worse and worse over the space of a week, and then the next week I was like, I've got to go to the doctor's about this. I assumed it was just a little muscle thing. Yeah. They sent me for an X-ray. And I'd fractured a metatarsal. And when I said to them, how did I do that? They said, have you done any sports or anything? I went, no. And they looked at it and they just saw how the bone looked. And I went, oh, it looks like it's just wear and tear. Like an impact fracture. Sort of no, thing. I just, just wore it out. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I just probably, you know, I, I, I walk a lot. Yeah. And I sort of, you know. I friend think of it's mine. how like I'm 100 years old. <laughs> yeah. The fact that I now, <laughs> I wee in the night. And I've, I've just got a fracture from just yeah. walking. Did require a turmeric tea late at night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from that, there are very few injuries. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've broken a lot of bones. Really? Yeah. Are you accident prone? Or? Yeah, right. reasonably. But I've, yeah, I've broken my right leg twice. My uh, I've broken for, amongst fingers. I've, I've probably had about ten breaks. Really? On fingers, yeah. Um, broken my big right toe twice and dislocated at the same time. How are all these happening? Sports injuries? Mm. General injuries? Just, yeah, just sort of life. Broken my nose about seven times. What the hell? Yeah. How do you how? Um, I well, I broke it a lot because when I was younger, um, uh, like before I learnt to put my hands out, I just kept falling over. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I had particularly small feet or something. What about the leg? How did you break your leg? Uh, Football. Oh right, okay, that's sports injury. Yeah, so I got kicked in the shin with that. Oh, so yeah, that was a sports injury. Uh, So I got kicked in the shin uh, when I was in Beavers. And, uh, and they kept saying to me, just get up and walk it off. I was like, I, no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want God. to. And then I went to the hospital, uh, got the x-rayed. And this, uh, my mum and I sat there for about six hours, six and a yeah. half hours. And they came out at the end and said, oh, it's not broken. Uh, just go home, just walk on it. That'll be fine. And I went home. My mum spent like three days trying to get me to walk on it. And I couldn't. And yeah. sort of, I was going around like a sort of rubbish wheelbarrow. Yeah. On, like one foot and sort of my hands on my back. And uh, I slept with my leg out of the bed. Oh, my and then uh, and then we went back and they said oh yeah that is broken oh. um but as a result 
uh, it started to set, and uh, so my my right leg is uh, knocked straight slightly, oh, but like it twisted, so yeah. it's it's straight down, but it's twisted, so my right foot goes in slightly. Oh, really? So and I've learned to walk normally because I just got through shoes like really quickly because I only walk I only yeah, walk on one yeah, part yeah. of my foot. So over the years I've learned to walk with my foot straight, but as a result that's um, added to the wear and tear of my knee. So now I've got a bad knee, which I further hurt snowboarding. Oh, this is all terrible. Yeah, damaged the uh, ACL. Um, I'm about to try this too. Yes. Sorry that you <laughs> ended that horrible story. And you ended it as I was sniffing a tea. But, um, oh, that sounds horrible. This it, is delicious. It mm. smells delicious. Oh my. So we've got a real pineapple. Oh, that's, yeah. I, I, I hope it's... I've got, I've got, a got a tea. This is the problem with fruit teas. Is um they smell amazing, but if you haven't let them brew enough, they're so underwhelming when you drink it. Oh, well, let me tell you, that's all right. That is nice, actually. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. It's much more mangoey than I thought it was. Yeah. It doesn't smell as mangoey as it tastes. I thought it smelled as mangoey as it tastes. Oh, so it I was got my, my my nose uh, really picked up pineapple yeah. when I tasted it. I got well, that's, much more um, they did warn me when I broke it for the seventh time. They said, "Watch out, you will smell a lot of mango." Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I meant to. Out. I'm currently on the waiting list to get my nose re, mm. right, basically broken and yeah. reshaped because oh, I, I had that. I was born with a broken nose. Right. Um, oh. Well, yeah, it's just my nose bone was bu- was bent when I was born, but they didn't really notice. So I, I've only got one working nostril. Yeah. Which is just annoying. It's not a. It doesn't. It's not crazily ruining my life or yeah. anything, but it does mean during high summer when like pollen counts up or during winter yeah basically you know when you're a bit more prone your nostrils are already a bit more prone to like getting a bit of agitation yeah, yeah. this one just can't carry the weight so yeah. i go through chunks of time where i just don't have a really working nostrils yeah it doesn't you know it's hard it can't, can't take the pressure yeah it's a lot <laughs> it can't be a one-man team <laughs> so i so for years it's been happening and it's definitely been getting worse the last few years really so I'm currently, but they they reckon it, I might not get it because it's not essential. I understand yeah. that NHS is under a lot of pressure. So, but I'm I'm being assessed in June yeah. to see if they will. They are very talk. good. That's what I love. It. It's basically what they do. Yeah, they break my nose, reshape the the that what's that? What is just a nose septum. bone? Is it septum? Yeah. yeah, they reshape it so that it would open up the inside. The yeah. Yeah. And then I would have if it worked two so that's, working that's nostrils. That's what I was going to ask. You get an septoplasty or a rhinoplasty. What's a rhinoplasty? It's the outside. Oh. Well, so that'd be sort of straightening it. Oh yeah, because on the outside it looks all right. There's a bit of a lump up here, but like yeah, inside is what I need. I need the bone moved over to clear the room for this. Yeah. So my septum uh, used to be S-shaped, sort of quite significantly. Wow. Um, and they so they, but it was also the outside was curved like that. Yeah. So it was there was actually more space on this side, but at the top it was worse because it sort of bent out that way, yeah, and then further yeah. down. Like there was no space at the bottom, um, so it goes in further on that side than it does on that side because it's still they straightened it a bit, but it's still a bit S shaped. Mm. So I tend to only have one working nostril at a time, but I can never guarantee which one it will be. Right, they just share. I've got they both work at the moment. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, one has a day off and the other one clocks in. But um, before it was, so I had that done at when I was nineteen, and but like sort of the last time I broke my nose, I was about thirteen. That's playing rugby in school. Um, and uh, yeah, so I had it done, like had the inside and outside done, so it's septorhinoplasty, right? Which um, many surgeons consider to be one of the worst pains that you can endure. 
Really? Yeah. Why? You're not under general anaesthetic? Yeah, 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 you are, yeah. But just the aftermath. Because, uh, yeah, it, yeah it's, it's quite unpleasant. I suppose it is, the idea is your head, isn't it? You're yeah. Having a, <laughs> you're having a, an operation on your face. They, well, they did, they did warn, basically, like where the drills go in, it's very oh, close to your brain. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, there is, there are downsides. So good luck with yours. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. I see. It's a they might not do it, no, but, but I would it, love it if they did. Just to, I'd love to be able to breathe yeah. properly. It's quite good. Yeah, it is. It smell properly. Because I get, I get, it's not like it's, a, it's totally shut, but it's just, it's very, yeah. I, I, it's very, very closed off. So yeah. I can sometimes get a little bit of uh, aroma through it yeah. <laughs> if I try. That's it. My, my left one isn't as good as the right one because that's the side that the S sort of pokes out at, at the top where it gets yeah. thinner, obviously. Um, yeah, so it does, it does get worse. But occasionally I'll be sort of, I might walk. The problem is, because sometimes, like if I have even the just slightest blocked nose, yeah, um, it, I'll just I'll really really notice it, um, and then as soon as it gets free, my sinuses feel like I've just jammed a hot needle through. Right, it. it's so painful. Yeah, that's what I get a bit of that. Mm. Just yeah, because it's just it's just very temperamental. Yeah. it gets very inflamed. Yeah, because it just goes. Oh, you can smell. I can smell all the things yeah. that it's just so much so that it will hurt. Tea is lovely. This, yeah, the, it's ex- really, the extra sort of minute that that's had is really yeah, bag in delicious. again. I'm a real bag in fan. Mm. I know with certain teas like green tea, bag in's an absolute car crash. Yeah. It gets too tart and yeah. bitter. Breakfast tea, throw it in the bin. Yeah, but with fruit teas, I do find you know leave the bag in, you get a lot more of the uh, yeah, that, I mean, delicious, delicious fruit flavour. It, it's really nice, isn't it? Is I don't nice. know what the ginseng's playing at. Like I don't know, you can't. Really, can you taste ginseng? I. I don't know. I can I can really just taste the uh, the fruit in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know what ginseng tastes like. No, so. I don't either. Ginseng to me sounds like one of those. Um, it's like a mindfulness thing, in that it's it's just something that you imagine. Yeah. So it could be that they've just imagined that there's ginseng in, in this tea. Mm. It could actually be the root vegetable that they're showing on the front of that box. Oh, that, yeah, that could be that. That probably is, isn't it? That's what ginseng looks like. I never knew. It looks like another little yeah. It looks a bit like a turmeric root. Yeah. Looks like a cross between uh, a, a rubbish carrot yes. and turmeric. Yeah, with some sort of wispy bits at the bottom. Yeah, with, with an afro. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Good end to that observation about you. Guys, you never know what ginseng roots are like. <laughs> That's just one of the bits of observational comedy I'm working on at the minute. Is, uh, well, really I'm a, I'm a straight cool. observation. Do you know what? Speaking of observations, on the way here, uh, I was driving along and I, thought, I already thought it was quite funny. Just, just off the M25, I saw a field that was like a massive field and just right in the centre of it, uh, none of them were moving, but there was about 40 seagulls. Oh, yeah. Just having yeah. a chill. Just having a meeting. Just hanging out, yeah. Driving at AGM. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, there was one on a podium with a microphone. So, yeah. uh, I, th- I thought he was just doing a live podcast record, but yeah. it may have been... I saw of, that. I used to have a routine about... I saw some ducks look like they had a meeting. Like it was, it was in um, where was it? Was it in Edinburgh? There's a place called Duddingston Lock. It's a beautiful yeah. uh, lock, just the uh, just the other side of Arthur's Sea. Okay. And it's um, it's so near to the city, but so many people don't know about it. I don't like, know about it. So you can walk it in like half an hour from oh, really? from Old Town, mm. and you just you feel like you're a hundred miles away from the fringe. It's yeah. Love, it's one of my favourite places. That sounds glorious. But, and it's a it's a wildlife reserve as well. So it's just loads ah. of birds everywhere. And I, yeah, I once just saw a bunch of ducks sort of congregating in one side of the lake or the lock, and uh, and it looked like they were all facing one of them. And like, like as if he was speaking, and yeah. he was sort of in front of him, and it was like, meh, meh, meh. 
and then they all just—it was like they all listened for a bit, and then they all just dispersed. And it was like he'd given them That's instructions. Incredible. I saw a similar thing with foxes once yeah. uh, in in my town because um, uh, my friend and I uh, we used to um, before before we had sort of more inventive things to do. I don't think I, I don't think I was old enough to. No, I must have been. I passed my test when I was eighteen. Yeah. But we just used to drive around, and that was our thing. Like we just think we we went to pubs, but occasionally we'd just go. Oh, do you want to go for a drive? It's like yeah. yeah. But rather than actually going anywhere, we'd just do laps around my village. Yeah. Um, the town. Uh, but there was a, a particular road that we went down. We went went down it a couple of times, about forty minutes apart. Yeah. yeah. And one time we we're going down there, it was just loads of foxes heading in the same direction, which yeah, was towards yeah. a big park. Like Ashenden Park, yeah. massive park. We just saw loads of them running towards that, and we were like, "That's weird. I wonder what they're all doing." Yeah. And we came back past again about forty minutes later, and they were all going back the other way. And we were like, "Oh, they've had their meeting. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're off now." Done what they were up to. I reckon uh, like the the main dealers just handed out all the crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Foxes just like, "Yeah, let's go." It's funny, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. I'm fascinated by what animals get up to, and we yeah. we don't we're not watching them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, you know, like it's weird that. I do well. Actually, speaking of, there was a show about cats, yeah. and they put trackers on loads of cats, yeah. and they showed the routes that they took, and um, and none of them ever crossed paths. Like they had their own path oh, and route yeah, that they yeah, went yeah. on, um, but they they had like it, it was their own territory, yeah, which yeah. is why they they kick off so much when animals yeah. sort of walk through them. But they just they all went on sort of like up to. I think it's like up to six miles from their house. Wow! They walked. That's so far. And but they sort of they obviously left a trail yeah. of like where they'd been, and sort of none of the others sort of followed that trail. Yeah. Like, I always there's a couple of cats that come into my garden that I sort of chase out. I like I like cats, but because yeah. I get I get a lot of birds in the garden, I don't want them. Yes. Having a go. At yeah. I want yeah, the birds I, to feel I, I like this cat. is a safe space. And my house my house backs onto a field, so yeah, yeah, yeah. we can get some birds. But somebody there's a, I can't remember who it is. A comedian's got a really funny routine I saw about bumping into their cat, like sort of about a mile from the oh, house. Oh, I think I know it. And it's so, I remember I, can't, I need to remember who it is, but it's such a funny. I remember just hearing them say it and losing it because it's such a funny concept for a <laughs> yeah. bit. Bumping into your own cat somewhere. Oh, that's amazing. And he said even the cat looked at him <laughs> like, well, "This is weird, isn't yeah. it?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that's it. It's amazing. Yeah. I did. I did once. Um, I saw my cat walking down my road once while I was driving down the road. It's just yeah, yeah. quite a long straight road, and I just stopped and uh, put him in my car oh, yeah, and yeah. drove home. Was he all, was he alright about it? Yeah, he didn't seem to mind. Oh, it was like it was one of those where if he could talk, I imagine he'd have got in and been like, "Where you been?" Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. just around. <laughs> That's funny. I am. Um, I I had another routine years ago. This was about, and this happened in Wimbledon. I lived in Wimbledon for a bit, and I once saw. Uh, I was I was just round the corner from my house. Yeah. I saw on a lamppost a sign saying lost cat and it was just quite a standard looking black and white cat. Yeah. And as I was reading the sign, I, on my life the cat walked past <laughs> me and I was like, oh, this is the cat. So I saw and it said um, uh, to call this number and I yeah. called the number and they said, I said like, I've, I think I've just seen your cat. I'm at the lamppost on <laughs> Pelham Road. Yeah, yeah. I said, I've just, I think the cat is here. It's just walking past me and I started stroking it. And um and I said where are you and they were just about a hundred yards up the road and I yeah. said oh I'll, I'll I'll sort of start trying to lure it up towards you and I did and then they came out to meet me That's and incredible. it just wasn't their cat oh. it just looked a bit like it yeah just an imposter yeah it was just another black and white it, like, yeah it had pretty different markings in hindsight yeah. but I just got so excited I was about to save a it, cat it was pure white yeah but I also felt bad that Wearing I got their cat. hopes up 
Yes. So, oh, oh but God, then, yeah. and the cat as well was just confused because yeah, yeah. I just lured it. I started, started doing that and I sort of lured it about 100 metres down the road. Yeah. And by then, this other person had come out. He was like, oh, that's not it. <laughs> it was like, so it was just weird three-way <laughs> confusion of like as me apologising to the cat for wasting its time. Oh, that's amazing. Apologising to the person for wasting their time. But it was fun. Yeah, a friend of mine had a, a routine, who you know, actually, Matt Abington. Mm. Yeah. He, Hello, uh, Matt. He, he said to uh, bring up, cause, like, are you particularly good with faces? don't know. Because we'd only ever met, like, once, and then I randomly saw you outside, like, the blunderbuss. Yeah. And you were just like, oh, hey, man. Oh, yeah, no, it's, that's true. Yeah, it's probably, that is probably, I reckon I'm quite good with faces, actually. Yeah. And, and not that, I never, I never think, oh, I'm great with faces, but yeah. I'm good at, if I meet, yeah, if I meet somebody once, if I talk to them, yeah, you know, then I, normally I will. And it might, I'm not, I'm not amazing with names, so I won't always go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't see someone again and go yo and say their name. Yeah, but I and and I'm also quite, I've got a lot better as I've got into my sort of late thirties of having the confidence to say to somebody, mate, I remember you, but I genuinely I just can't remember your name. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I used to just try and just blag it. Yeah, I'm I'm so willing to just. Like, I've got enough friends. If they if they yeah. get annoyed by that, and well, like, I, I don't, don't want to be your friend. I, I genuinely okay. don't think people do get annoyed by no. it. I think if somebody does get annoyed by it, that's weird. It's as such well. a common thing. The amount of times that you say, I can't remember your name, and yeah. the other person says, me either. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So I think that's what I've got a lot better now at doing that. Because I do, I recognise loads of people, especially because you do Edinburgh. And, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're in Edinburgh all the time, you see, you meet hundreds and hundreds of people over the month. Yeah. I think it's, if you, next time you see them in some random place, you recognise them. Yeah. And if you just say it, I did it like I was at the um, I was at the Glasgow stand a uh, week before last, and afterwards um, I, we went to a bar over the other side in, in Glasgow City, yeah, because like, the stand is just out in the sort of near the West End, yeah. And a guy walked up to me and went like, "Here you go," like that. and I just was like, I absolutely recognised him, and I was yeah. like, "Hey, mate, how are you?" <laughs> yeah. And um and I, we started chatting and then I just I just knew I had to nip it in the bud early because yeah. I absolutely knew I knew him, but I just I couldn't remember where I'd met him and yeah. it turned out he was one of the he's somebody who works at the Glasgow stand but wasn't working that right. weekend. Okay. So I'd met him last time I was there. Yeah. And I just said it to him. I went, mate, I've got to say it. I just I can't remember how we know each other. Yeah. And like and he then he just went. He was totally cool with it. He went, oh yeah, I work at the stand, but I'm not there this weekend. And it was like. And it was just nice because then we just got that out of the way and yeah, I didn't yeah, have to yeah. spend the whole... It's easier to bond. Well, yeah, because once if you've got that in the back of your mind, it's hard to have a convers- proper conversation with somebody because yeah. you're constantly thinking, oh, I hope they don't do something where I have to say who that, where I know them from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, I think it's good to, if you recognise somebody, just ask them, How yeah. do I, like, where do I know you from? Where, do we, where have we met? Yeah. They're, they're normally totally cool to do it. So I'm, like, I'm a pretty anxious guy anyway. Yeah. Um, and I've just anything that sort of I know makes me anxious. Yeah, I'm like that, and I'll just I'll just attack it head on, and yeah, it and it yeah. cuts out so much anxiety. It's amazing that I'll just like jump straight in. Like I'm working on a bit at the minute about sort of anxious conversations yeah, of yeah. Um, of like calling people and uh, like kind of how how you just look at, I always plan conversations before I call. Right, and <laughs> like when people drop their own name as answering the phone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> freaking out and kind of like. It's, you know, it's my point. Like, I, it's all right if you're like Domino's Pizza or a business yeah, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You no, know, you know what you're gonna say. Yeah. But like, the other week while I was uh, while I was doing <laughs> some work, really um, I called one guy and he answered with his name, and I was just like, uh, uh, hey, yeah. uh, and then about twenty minutes later, I called another guy and he answered with his name, and what? I was just ah, was freaking like, out. Sounds like they're a private detective. Or yeah, something. exactly. Like <laughs> Bond, James Bond. Ah! <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I, I such that would a weird me. power move. Yeah, it would definitely throw me. Yeah, I'm really interested in that sort of uh, power type thing. You know, there's um, I read a really good book on body language yeah. by a guy called Joe Navarro. He used to work for like the FBI and stuff. Yeah. He's, on, he's like he's a guy they they made a TV show with Tim Roth. Oh, okay. Who plays like an FBI body language expert? Right. And he goes and does interviews and stuff. Do they use that name? I don't know if they. Do. I can't. I've not seen I the show. But Joe Navarro is the guy who wrote the book. He was sort of like right. he literally wrote the book on the topic. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Dave Navarro. Uh, he was in uh, what band was he in? Um, James Addiction. No, James Addiction. Yeah, it was James yeah. Addiction. Um, but uh, yeah, and I so I read I read that and weirdly I read another couple of I went through a phase of reading loads of books about psychology. And off off the, of them, I read some other books about body language and things that what they show. Yeah, and it, re- it taught me so much. And now I learn what I've learned is a lot of people in in comedy, not so much comedians, but people in and around comedy. Yeah, yeah, like agents and all that. A lot of them have clearly done some sort of management courses. Or yeah, because like, I can tell from little things that they do, like their body language when you're chatting to them, their the way they even shake your hand. There's a couple of agents I know who really. Um, go for the over the top handshake. Do you know when you like both sides? No, so no, so you yeah. Let's, let's do it. So if you do that and you sort of just turn the hand. Oh so yeah. It's a dominant thing where you put your hand yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah. Just arm in charge. That's and then some of them do go for the slap, like put their hand on the other side of yours. Yeah. But then the trick there is, and because I'm aware of it, and I find it all hilarious. Uh, I don't give a shit about yeah. powers, like sort of between me. I don't give a shit if they're more dominant than me. Yeah. But what I do like doing is if I think somebody's doing it because they've learnt it from a book or something or they've been on a course, I like fucking with them. Yeah. So like, if somebody does that thing where they shake hand and then they put their hand on the other side of yours, I just then, with my other hand, go over there. <laughs> and you <laughs> yeah. can watch them go, this wasn't in the course. <laughs> like, so the next step from that is uh, one, one on the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hug. I just go for a big <laughs> hug. And sometimes I, I sometimes see it with, there's a few agents as well that I know in comedy. And I've, they've probably all done it. And it's not a bad thing. They're learning yeah. how to be better in meetings, yeah. aren't they? But I've uh, there's a couple I've witnessed uh, mirroring body language. So I'm chatting to them, and because I can be quite awkward when I talk, I'm yeah. quite sort of physical. I sort of move my hands and I move around a bit, and it's just a, it's probably a nervous tip. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll notice them doing them, and it's really noticeable because I'm not. I'm making quite unnatural movements. Yeah. And I see them mirroring it. Oh, that's. Funny. And in my head, I'm like, oh, they're doing the thing. Yeah. They're trying to mirror me to make think to sort of because they think that's making me more comfortable but all this done is make me aware of what they're doing yeah. so then i'll start throwing in some weirder ones yeah <laughs> so i'll start sitting really strange and i'll watch them just doing the weird things i'm doing yeah, yeah. i find it fascinating yeah uh, a mate of mine um did a similar thing because he uh, is a touring musician we, yeah. we went to um uh holland and they they got there late at night um like just playing with this band they sort of turned up and and this essentially a, like a VW camper turned up to pick them up with yeah. their like tour bus and it was just full of like stoned hippies <laughs> and um, and he got out and he's looking at a guy and he knew full well that he's on MDMA yeah, yeah, and he was yeah, sort yeah. of looking at him so he's just standing there with his hand like on his chest and just slowly <laughs> moving his fingers <laughs> just like that, that. and then the guy was just going <laughs> is that move it oh no he said it was, he said it was amazing fun just like, doing little bits <laughs> to freak people out I might start doing that. So yeah. I noticed stuff like that. Well, as yeah, well. It's, well, I have a read of the book. It's called, yeah, it's called, um, I think it's called What Everyone Is Saying or something like okay. that. And it's, yeah, I'm sure it's Joe Navarro, but it's just, it's just a really excellent, you know, it takes you through, it shows you pictures of like, because yeah. he, he's taking you through showing what he was what looking out for when people were being interviewed for right. bloody murders and stuff. 
and he was talking about little body language, like defensive body language and all that. Yeah, that's not. Um, no, that wasn't Tim Roth. I was gonna say Mindhunter. Have you seen that? No. It's really good. It's on Netflix. It's about um, the sort of uh, um, like mental profiling oh, yeah, of, yeah. Uh, of like sort of mass murderers in the seventies yeah. in America. Really good, That'd and like cool. kind of the, the main character sort of goes through his own. Uh, struggles and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like gets too deep into it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. Like okay. they feature some real murderers and some like some oh, made wow. up ones and not like not actual like they actors portraying real murderers. Right, yeah, Many yeah. of them are dead, but uh, <laughs> thank God. Um, yeah. What time is it? It's half past. Yeah. It's probably yeah. My yeah. friend's probably going to shout me anytime soon. Wrapping it up. Um, what were the the you you a biscuit dunker in tea? No, because no. yeah, because when I sort of since I stopped with the milky breakfast tea type thing. Yeah. I don't. I, now I'm more of a herbal tea guy. Yeah. I tend to not really. You can't really dip a biscuit in a herbal tea. That's madness. That's yeah. Unless it's like a herbal biscuit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I'm not. I've not got to that level yeah. yet. Of uh. I saw because of because uh, of this podcast, I, I've got an Instagram account and I started getting followed by um some weird tea companies like in America yeah, yeah. and stuff and like. Is one of them. They essentially make biscuits of tea, yeah. but then they snap it off and like chuck it. So it's like loose leaf tea, but in a solid uh, thing. But then yeah. they were making some biscuits out of it as well, I think. And it's have you, are, you are you going to be looking into loose leaf teas? Yes, good. I am. Yeah, because I've got to say that's where I am a big fan of. Like a sort of yeah, you know, I've got a nice little teapot. I've got some lovely teas. Have you? Here. I shall actually. I'll tell you. This is one I can recommend. Yeah. Um, the company um, are called. They're called the Skinny Tea Company. Um, they got some amazing teas. Yeah, yeah, they're loose. There's loads. T two, you know, they're mine. I've heard about the them, Australian yeah. brand. Yeah, but they sort of there's quite a few branches in London that they do some amazing ones. Yeah, I got a really good um, oolong tea. Mm. One. I don't know what that is. It's another. It's another one of the Chinese teas. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard of it, but yeah, it's one it's of those. Just nice. uh, but yeah, I like the sort of. I do like a loose leaf tea. Yeah, you feel sort of. I like the preparation of it. Yeah, it's like coffee. I sort of I, I love coffee as well. Yeah, but like proper I, proper coffee, and I, I also have recently moved into just black coffee. I don't have any oh, milk. Yeah. I just and I I've got like my wife bought me a V sixty dripper for Christmas, which is like sort of it's like filter tea, it's coffee, but you're yeah. making it in a little pot. You've got a little a sort of cone right. dripper in the top, and you use a, a paper filter. Yeah. Which you have to you have to wet with hot water and then you grind your coffee to a certain coarseness and it's all about getting the most flavour out of your coffee. Yeah, it sounds it's, incredible, but time consuming. It is time consuming, but that's what I love. Yeah. I love that thing of preparing. I can see there's sort of a, you know, there's a meditation to it. I, yeah, like in yeah. the morning I get up, you know, I sort of start the day, and then once I'm ready to start, I'll then make my coffee. Yeah, and it, 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 you know, it's a little, it's a ten minute part of the day where i just have to stop everything yeah and just it takes me i don't have to think about anything i just sit there and prepare my coffee and i that love it good. yeah it's really i find it very calming yeah and then i'll get sometimes i'll nip out into the garden i'll sit there and just drink the coffee yeah and i find that with making loose leaf tea you know you're just picking it and you're preparing it and you yeah it's nice nice there's an art to it yeah i've, I've only ever had like a few loose leaf teas but the first time i tried it i was um i was just doing the gig in canterbury uh, yeah yeah chocolate restaurant or something okay. and uh, and I said oh can I have a tea and they just bought me it was like a little just a normal tea bag yeah. but it had a little opening at the top so it was a loose leaf tea uh, bag yeah, yeah. it was incredible yeah. it was so nice that is good actually it's like you can buy them little sort of they almost look like uh, metal balls yeah. that you put them in there and then you just dip that in the well, tea well um, uh, Graham Wilkes 
uh, our mutual friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he sent me a picture the other day. He goes, oh, I've, got, I've got a present for you. Yeah. And uh, I don't know whether it's actually a present for me or not, but I'm <laughs> I'm gigging for him in a couple of weeks. So yeah. I'll find out. <laughs> I'll make it all. Where's where's that gift? Um, it's a little uh, it's a little pug. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just sort of hangs over the edge of the cup, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, I want that." That's good. I love it. I've got I've got, I've got a nice sort of ceramic teapot. Nice. Got this nice. I obviously I've got nice. Um, I've got so I, I have to have different cups for different okay. hot drinks as well. Like this is this cup we're drinking from. These just grey ones. Yeah. These I think are really good for just a tea, a bar tea with a bag. Yeah. If I'm having loose leaf, often I'll drink it out of a little. I've got some Turkish glasses. Oh, okay. That are sort of. Oh, I, I picked that. up when I was in this. Uh, God, was it in Istanbul? Or two? No, they might be. I've got some other ones that are Moroccan as well. I got them in uh, Marrakesh. Nice. So they I think they're lovely for a sort of mint tea, yeah. fresh mint. Mm. Then I've got I've got a ceramic Japanese uh, cup that I use whenever I drink my coffee. I've got. It's really very particular about my yeah. my. I take it very seriously. Yeah, sounds good, man. That's the trick. I, like I'm I'm so, I'm not well versed yet in teas, but I just. I really like tea. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, I like interesting tea. So this uh, podcast should be you exploring the world, absolutely, and learning exactly more it. about them. As I'm you not. Go. I'm not much of a coffee guy. So well, right. in the, I don't like coffee. Right. Um, <laughs> pretty much rules it out. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I, lo- I do love tea. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just had the idea to start this. Yeah, I don't understand the split. Some people definitely have that split of yeah. one or the other. I, I sort of. Yeah. I don't know what it is either. Yeah. I, th- I think I love both. You know, yeah. I'm a. I've probably only have had bad coffee to be fair yeah, i think that's a, a part of the thing i do think people have quite bad standards for coffee in yeah. this country my, my wife's from melbourne and melbourne oh, okay. is the coffee capital of sort of the modern world like in terms of like yeah you know it's obviously if you go to like you get some like ethiopian coffee where it's like a tiny cup of mud it's <laughs> yeah, so yeah. strong it's delicious oh, really? but it's brutal like yeah. it's so strong so there's that you know but then i think in this country we've got a bad history of coffee it's just people drinking instant or going to Starbucks or you know people at places that don't do it right whereas yeah. if in Melbourne I sort of go from going over there for years just they make coffee so well they take such a sort of they take their time over it yeah it's, it's an art it is and there is an art to it and I think that's what got me into it and it's starting to spread around the UK now yeah. so, I think London's got some wicked coffee shops now yeah, yeah. other cities as well like you can you can finally get good really good coffee nice. and I think it's I think people will get on board with it more of drinking it properly rather than just going to Costa and getting a moody latte yeah, that's yeah. massive and it's basically a hot milkshake. Yeah, I don't want that. No. I, yeah, I, I, I was at a, uh, a services once and we got a tea from the Costa yeah, and yeah, the girl yeah. just looked at me. She made eye contact while she was pouring the milk out and I thought that's a dangerous move yeah, and it is, was and she just on. poured it was, it was more milk come than tea. On. And then I was livid, but uh, my girlfriend was just sort of ushering me out the door, yeah, just like just leave yeah. it and it's just like, but it's just milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> unacceptable. Milk, milk with a horrible bag in it. <laughs> Yeah, so that was, uh, was a, it's unpleasant. It cost about four pounds. Yeah, I know it's mad. Mm. But this is the way to go. Start a podcast, get to, get some free tea. Exactly. Get yeah. Learn about teas on air. Yeah. Uh, so, have you got anything that you want to plug? This will probably be coming out in the next sort of couple of weeks, hopefully. Because um, I want to bring it out before I've got a show. That um, what what we're doing plugs? Uh, I'm doing a preview at the Bill Murray in, uh, in Islington on the 26th, but it's an early one, so it's five. 30 or 5 I think yeah it's 5 30 yeah. so, so come after you finish work guys um, um, I'm just I'm off to Australia in a week oh of course yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, I'm exactly. there for I'm there right through doing Sydney Melbourne Comedy Festival yeah. and I'm 
there till the end of April. Back here, and then I'm gearing up for the Edinburgh Fringe. No. Yeah. Do you have a venue confirmed yet? Uh, I have. It's not. Nothing's on sale yet, right. so I can't really. I don't think I'm allowed to say it until it's sort of. You can't really risk yeah. it, can you? But yeah, I've got my time slot, got my venue, just working on. I've already started to write the show, even though I haven't actually settled on a title yet. Yeah. But I've got a couple of weeks to get the title down. Oh, I think I've got. Oh my god! Yeah. So, so yeah. very soon. Yeah. This will be going out around the time. So yeah, I'll be. I've got a few titles in my head, but I haven't decided. Yeah. I've got the title and the show, but yeah, I don't okay. have a venue. So. Oh right, okay, that's. <laughs> so I've got the opposite problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm hoping something comes in. But I can only. Uh, so I started a started a new job to help pay for Edinburgh and can only get two weeks off of work uh, to go to Edinburgh. So uh, struggling to get a yeah. room, but something will come up. Definitely, always it's does. always fun. If, I mean, weirdly nowadays as well with the free fringe and free festivals, stuff things come up right up until the time. Like, yes, there is that thing of I suppose there's that old school thing of wanting to be in the brochure. Yeah, but if you actually take that out of the equation, some rooms are going. I remember last year like people like Bob Slayer and that sending out things that people have dropped out in July. Oh really? So there's always there's always room. So yeah. I'd say yeah, there will be there will be room. Nice. Well yeah, fingers crossed. Well yeah, I mean when it's out, look out for my show guys. This is uh, called Size Matters, which is Sci apostrophe S Matters. Uh, which is you're right, that is amazing. <laughs> um yeah, when I thought of it I, I, I ah, Your friends here. Oh there's right. That's all right. Right, cool. Yeah, I'll just wrap it up. Oh, exactly. Yeah, go on. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Right, Cheers so uh, really, thanks. No, Good thanks, thanks for having me at your lovely flat, man. No it's worries. great. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, and I'll, I'll see you all next week or whenever the next one comes Cheers. out. Cheers. Bye.